This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast after the Yankees' 4-2 loss to the Indians. So if you thought this was going to be easy, think again. All you have to do is look into that uh, Cleveland dugout, see Francona there, and realize it's never going to be easy uh, with him there. The Indians, they don't have a whole lot of great players. They got a bunch of young players. But what they do have is they have good pitching, they have good starting pitching, and they have a very, very good bullpen. And it's been on display in this postseason. And they're always going to be very well managed and very well prepared. And you can see that just the way they've attacked Judge in this series. They aren't afraid of Judge. And maybe that's the way people have to go after him this year. They're more afraid of Rizzo than they are Judge right now. You can see that the way they're attacking. They've gone after Judge. And their history in the postseason with Judge is outrageous. Two for 37 with 27 strikeouts in this series. 0 for 8 with 7 strikeouts. They're going after him. They are, they are not afraid of him. Now, that might backfire in the next game. Maybe it's two home runs. But they are attacking. There's no question. They have themselves in the series now. And this was a tough one. You know, the Yankees could have put them away early today. When you get a two-run home run in the first inning, uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're not a good come-from-behind team. You don't have a lot of offense. And you have to chip away. And Cleveland had to chip away, chip away, chip away. And the Yankees, again, Making contact is a problem. Now, you can say the shadows today, and the shadows in October are tough, but they're, both, they're tough for both teams. Cleveland struck out eight times. The Yankees struck out 15 times. And when Cleveland had to put the bat on the ball, they put the bat on the ball. And while they didn't play crisp game, crisply in game one defensively, they were crisp today. They made a couple of big plays, especially one in left field. And... The Yankees made some mistakes today, and you know what? Give Cleveland credit. Ramirez, who ha- didn't do much today, obviously doesn't hit Cortez. He has trouble with him. But he knew that ball was going to dunk in where he hit it. It was just a case of where he hit it where they ain't. That's all there is to it. But he hustled it into a double and then gets the air and throw and is alert, and he goes to third. And then Gonzalez just throws the bat at the ball and gets it over the infield, and now you got to run. And then Naylor, who takes big swings, rips the ball. Beta got a bad, made a bad move on that ball. I'm not saying he could have caught it, but he did make a bad move on the ball. And now you're down two runs, and that took all the life out of the building, all the life out of the Yankees. Class A was in there. You knew he was going to stay. Now, do I think he's going to be a big factor in the third game? He went farther than he's gone. He had to bring him in with the bases loaded. After the kid walked the third guy and he's now walked the bases loaded, you have to take him out. 
He goes to his ace there, his closing ace. He did that. He brings in Klasse. He gets the out. He had to sit him down twice, which is he clearly wasn't perfect because he had sat down twice. That's tough for a reliever to do. They're not used to sitting down sometimes once, no less sitting down twice between innings. And he wasn't overly sharp the last inning, and he was all over the place against Donaldson, but he was able to get through the inning and deliver them. Now he threw 33 pitches. That's impacts game three. But Cleveland, the first thing they had to do was get back 1-1. They have a bullpen that hasn't been scored upon in the postseason. They know there's a lot of pressure on the Yankees. Severino and McKenzie, both capable of throwing really well. Severino obviously was throwing a no-hitter. He threw a no-hitter last time. Uh, McKenzie is better than his record indicates, and he's been good down the stretch. But Cleveland is extremely confident in these tight games. They live in these tight games. They know how to build runs. They know how to hang in games. They know how to utilize their bullpen. And now they can be a thorn in their side. And that rain out did not play to the Yankees' advantage because I'm telling you, the Yankees now are going to be in that bullpen every game. And that bullpen is not deep. Cleveland's bullpen is deep. And you saw how not deep it was today. Now, I did not agree. I do not agree with going to starting pitchers. And he went to a starting pitcher awful early in the bullpen. I do not like that. I really don't. You're in the 10th inning and you're going to a starting pitcher. To me, that's a panic move. And I'm not saying Tyone got hit hard in that inning. He didn't. He got a bloop. He got a bloop. But I just don't like starting pitchers who haven't done that before in that spot. It, to me, he should have gone to Schmidt there. Or maybe Holmes, who only threw 16 pitchers, had a little more in him. Now, Holmes wasn't overly sharp, and none of these guys are that good. They're not, you know, you this is not a great Yankee bullpen. It's an extremely vulnerable bullpen. It's a bullpen that it's hard to see them getting that far in these postseason with this, and the bullpen is already now an issue. And they're going to face better bullpens than they have, and that's rough to do. And especially when you get, if you do get, say, to Houston's bats and deal with those monsters. I mean, Cleveland's got one guy that's scared Houston's got a whole lineup of them. Judge, I don't think any big deal. You know, he could get hot. Is he pressing? Everybody presses. Everybody who goes all for 8 to start the postseason with seven strikeouts, I don't care how good your year was, you know, you're going to be pressing the next game. That's just part of baseball. The postseason's different. It's different for everybody. Many guys who have had great, great seasons don't go in the postseason and hit. It happens a million times. Or they have terrible seasons. They go in the postseason and light it up. It's a whole new deal. It's always different. I mean, we've seen that a thousand times. But I don't have any issue with the Yankee offense. I'm sure Hicks was burning that he didn't get in a bat there. How far has he fallen? You can't tell me. 
You were saving Hicks for something there. I I, I was shocked he didn't bat for Castro. I really, I mean, I'm not a Hicks guy, but that's just that that's a statement. In that spot, that's a statement. And you know when you take your big guns out for pinch runners in these games. It can come back to haunt you. When you think about it, it's not always automatic because if they come back in a tight spot and now you got a pea shooter in where you had a, you know, monster home run hitter in, you know, instead of having Stanton in that spot, now you got, you know, LaCastro in that spot. That's a whole different deal. So, the, you know, there is, a, there is a price you pay when you make those moves. And I understand why you make them, but in these games, they're not always automatic. You have to sometimes think about the ramifications down the road as the lineup turns around. What do you see with Judge right now? They're pitching him expertly. They're not. They're coming after him. They are painting the corners well against him. And he's flying open a little bit. You know, he didn't look great the last, you know, 10 days of the season. There was a lot of pressure on him. He's probably exhausted mentally. It happens. I don't think he's a big issue. I think the series is a big issue because this is a team that wasn't even supposed to be a winning team this year, which came on in September gangbusters and won a division which won a first-round series, so it's already playing with house money. And anything they do against the Yankees is completely playing with house money the rest of the way. They don't have an ounce of pressure on them. And that makes any team like that in the postseason dangerous, especially when they can pitch. And their manager is a Hall of Fame great manager. I'm very worried about the bullpen. Very worried. I also think that they have to fool with the lineup a little bit. I'll save that for tomorrow. Well, I can tell you right now, okay? I am not batting Cabrera high in the lineup. I'm sorry. I think that's too much to ask right now. All right, I I am not doing that. I would take Torres and put him behind the big hitters. So I would put Stanton. I would open up Judge Rizzo Stanton and take it from there. Okay, I would... I would not look for the kids to hit a whole lot when they do when they are in the lineup, like Cabrera. And he's going to be in the lineup. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep looking for offense, if Carpenter, if he can move at all. Or they put Stanton in the outfield and D.H. Carpenter. 
and see if they can get Carpenter to four swings and get him going because he can break up a game. If they need offense, I can see them doing that. I know they like Cabrera both ways as an all-around player down the road. Fine. You don't need him in the middle of your lineup here this first year in the postseason. That's not what you're asking him to do. So I would be careful with that one. The shortstop and either catcher, they know how to use the bat. They're in their defense first, but they both know how to use the bat. We, we, no matter which catch you have in, and it's most likely going to be Trevino because he's you know so good behind the plate. And I never have a problem with the shortstop because he, he puts the bat on the ball in big spots. He always does. Bader's in there to play defense. He's going to be in there. We know that. That's fine. I don't have any problem with that. I would just be a little more selective with the lineup. Okay, and I would not ask guys to do things they don't haven't done before. I don't like bringing starting pitchers in there. If they, if you, I mean, it's the fifteenth inning, you have to bring them in. In the tenth inning, you don't have to bring a starting pitcher into the game. I just don't like it. I never have. And this bullpen was going to be a problem. I mean, Cortez battled today. He didn't have great stuff. You know, he was fighting the whole way. He got through five innings. He didn't get beat up. I thought uh, Bieber did a very, very good job because to get nicked as he did, and that was really a Yankee Stadium home run, as you know. Um, After that, he was really good. And then their bullpen, with the exception of Cameron uh, Jack, who came in and walked the ballpark, did a heck of a job. And, you know, when you ask your closer to go out there and go 33 pitches when the most he's ever gone is 27, and to get up and down twice and get that job done and go uh, two and a third innings, you know what? That's asking a lot. Now, again, is he 100% tomorrow? I doubt he would pitch more than an inning under any circumstances. I don't think you see him until a lead in the bottom of the ninth inning, uh, and you'll only see him for one inning tomorrow. Because if you bring him in and push him tomorrow, you're not going to have him Saturday, or Sunday and Monday. So to me, they're even in games. They're going to try and get around him a little bit tomorrow so that he's a force in games four and five. He's been a tremendous reliever this year, and they don't want to lose him and compromise him for the whole series. So I'm sure they will give him. I know he didn't pitch yesterday, which is a positive. He pitches tomorrow. Okay. Um, I mean, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't push it tomorrow, and then I think he's okay the next couple of days. That, I, that's how I think you have to do it. You know, to try and do it any other way, I think is – you know, is asking too much. I mean, you, you know, you, you push the envelope on him today. Fine. I think it was the right move. I really do. You know, he hadn't pitched in a couple of days before this. Now, you can only get so much rest. It's not like you can add up, add up, add up and get so much rest. He, he hadn't been pitching yesterday anyway. He didn't pitch the day before anyway. So, but you did push him to a limit today. And you got him up and down. You know, he pitched in the eighth. 
you pitched in the ninth, you pitched in the tenth, you got up and down a couple of times. That's hard to do. And that's something he's not used to doing. And now they have a hot pitcher on the mound. They're going home. Their fans are going to be crazy. Get a chance to really upset the Yankees. I mean, they can't ask for more than that. This, that town wasn't looking for postseason baseball this year. Now it's got it. It's having a ball with this team. And they're a team that's going to take advantage of any little break you give them. They're not going to overpower you. They're not going to beat you up. They're going to nick you here and nick you there and try and find a way to beat you three to two. Or two to one. Or four to three. And that's who they are. Now for the Yankees, this is the series they didn't want to have. Their vulnerabilities are showing. This is a team that has struggled mightily. Let's be honest, except for a couple of days in September, has struggled mightily in the last two-plus months. It's very beat up in the bullpen. It doesn't have a closer that they can count on or a closer of any stature. And it will need the starting pitching to be very, very good to win the series. Because the other team's going to pitch well. That's the way it is. Now, the Yankees are still a better team. Series is only 1-1. Playing on the road is not a big deal for the Yankees. It never has been. It won't be here either. So you would still expect them. You would still expect them to win this series, but now it looks like they're probably going to have to go the distance to do it. Instead of something easy that could lead you into Houston, and Houston can still, you know, wind up having an easy series. You know, they can they can wind up being, uh, you know, sitting back and having some fun, waiting for things to happen, you know as they can, you know, wrap things up tomorrow afternoon. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, but they're already up two games. And, you know, the Mariners know they had their chance. They had their chances. They had their leads. And they weren't able to hold them. And they're thinking, wow, even if we play well, we're not going to win these games. That's when you know you're beaten. And let's be honest. If the Yankees get by this series, we know who's going to be standing there. The team everybody expected to be standing there the whole time. One note in baseball. I saw that Bruce Suda died. I didn't know he was sick. Again, way too soon at the age of 69. If you're old enough to remember Bruce Suter, he was one of those lights-out closers. He was one of those guys, hey, he's in the game. You know, he's in the game, the game's over. He is, you know, was one of those guys who was that, that good, that dominant. He was, you know, the guy who mastered the split finger, 
and really was just was really just an at times unhittable pitcher. Cy Young Award winner, Hall of Famer. I mean, just uh, a dominant, dominant pitcher. No other way to say it. I mean, that's that's what he was. He was a he was if if you saw him pitch, if you saw him play, he was a dominant, dominant pitcher. That's what he was, uh, in in every way. Had some really, you know, incredible seasons. He was just a, a wonderful, wonderful pitcher, and a, a tremendous, tremendous relief pitcher. One of the, one of the one of the great ones. He really was. You know, whether it was with the Cubbies, with St. Louis. I mean, he was just a dominant, dominant pitcher, uh, and gone way too soon, at the age of sixty-one. I, like I said, I, I was not aware. Sound, sounded like it happened fairly fast. I mean, I, I, it's, that's the way it kind of was depicted. But, um, again, very sad. Sad news. But one of, the, one of the greats, and if you're old enough in that era to remember him, you know what I'm talking about, how good a pitcher he was. Because he was really just a great, great reliever. And there were guys, you know, Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, you know, obviously, years later, the Yankees had the, the best ever in Mariano. Um, but this guy was really a special, special reliever uh, in, in every way. You know, and uh, just had a really a remarkable career. And that was, that was very, very sad to see. But for the Yankees, hey, I don't think... After the first portion of the season ended, I don't think there were any Yankee fans who thought or fooled themselves once they were, you know, past the idea of this being a you know, legendary team, once they had come back to earth with a thud and then had that, you know, 50-game run that was kind of shades of Stump Merrill, uh, you knew this was going to be tough in the postseason. They were going to have to earn everything they got. Nothing was going to be Nothing in this series is going to be easy. Doesn't mean they're going to get beat. What it means is they're going to have to earn it. And they're going to have to fight for every ounce of it and every inch of it. You know, that's exactly, exactly, you know, what you have to expect here. And don't get crazy about this guy not hitting or judge not hitting or this or that. But you should be concerned about how Boone is going to orchestrate this bullpen because this is not a good look. When you're going to go and go to a starting pitcher, you know, you're going to take Holmes out after 16 pitches and you're going to go to a starting pitcher when you have relievers still to pitch you know what, you were basically saying, I got problems. And I'm not saying that caused it because he got beat with a couple of bloops and some bad defense. But 
It's not where you want to go. When you take a guy who's never pitched in that kind of situation before in that spot and put him in that spot, it just doesn't work out most of the time. So now you turn the page. The series is 1-1. You're going to play three days in a row, which is going to tax everybody on both teams. They have the deeper bullpen, which gives them an edge. The Yankees have the better lineup. The Yankees will get a more rested Cole, and, you know, their ace will be more rested than the situation. You know, the losing the day off clearly hurt them from a starting standpoint, but I think it hurts the Yankees a lot from a relieving standpoint that now they have this game today and now no day off going into tomorrow and, sat on son- tomorrow and Sunday and Monday because this bullpen doesn't have a guy who can carry the water that, like that. And they do. Actually, they might have more than one guy who can do that. And the Yankees don't. There's nobody that you can hand the ball to in that bullpen in a big spot needing a big inning against the middle of the order that I will feel confident about. Not one guy. And that's a problem. That's a weakness that they're going to carry through this postseason for as far as they go. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli Podcast today wherever you get your podcasts.